1: Padres Baseball, we've got you covered. Today, the Padres get ready to wrap up their series against the Giants before heading out on the road for 10 games and hosting the program. It's Annie Heilbrin, who just got hit by the news that she'd be hosting by blooper recently.
2: I also feel like a truck hit me, so if I'm a little slow today, <laughs> if I'm a little, I feel like a little slow right now, then that's why.
1: Alongside Annie, it's Bill Center, who tried to get a friend of his to convince Seth to give him the hosting gig, but it didn't work.
3: Actually, and, uh, I, have, I have a like a friend who uh, used to uh, uh, work for a numbers racket uh, <laughs> collecting.
1: So just pay a visit to Seth. And rounding up the crew, it's Chris Ello, who can describe hosting duties in one word. I, I was going to say hard to do.
4: That's three words. Well, there's a hyphen.
1: Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts. Annie Heilbrun, Bill Center, and Chris Ello.
2: Happy Sunday and welcome to Padres Social Hour here in the Western Metal Supply Building at Petco Park. It is a beautiful day for some baseball as the Padres look to take their first sweep of the season. Sweep, against sweep, sweep. The San Francisco Giants. We'll see if they can do it today. I'm Annie Heilbrun filling in for Mike Janella, who is supposedly. At a wedding, we'll hear from him later, and we'll by find himself. out. By himself, yeah. We're not. Not his
4: wedding. So Don't right anybody right. get too worried. I not
2: maybe, his maybe. I thought maybe for a second, maybe it was his wedding, no, and he just didn't it. tell us about it. Not his. Joined wedding. by longtime sports writer and Padres beat couldn't reporter. Couldn't even get a
3: date for this <laughs> wedding.
2: <laughs> joined by this guy, Bill Center who is happy to point out Janelle's dating deficiencies, right. and uh, we'll do so when we talk to him as well.
4: Is he at the wedding with his mom? No, he's with with an empty chair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and also joined by. You mean? Sports Media, what would we call mogul. you, Chris Ellis? Sports mogul? Media uh, Mogul. Mogul, and yes, me and Rupert Murdoch. Both
4: moguls.
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Bogle? I'll make sure to let I him know. know. Yeah, let him know. Uh, and we will have a very special guest today as well, Private First Class Joe Riley, who will be throwing out the ceremonial first pitch, and nobody wants to miss this interview. This is going to be a fantastic interview that we're gonna have later. I'm fired up. We're all very much looking forward to it. Oh, I'm really fired yes. up. Yes. Oh, Bill's like really, really fired up. Like I think if we just did five minutes of baseball and you know, yeah, know, well you guys, of are, of you guys are fired up for
3: that okay. segment because I'm not on right. it. <laughs> uh, that's you're, the main As soon as we can get you out of here, you're gone. That's why you're looking forward right. to it. Exactly. I know.
2: Alright, I know well we've got works. a lot to get to today, as well as the bulk off of the win last night, extra innings. The Padres were ahead then they lost the lead. There's a home run, the top of the 10th. And I know Padres fans are thinking, oh, here we go again. You know, lost the lead, going to lose this game. And then all of a sudden, no, a little bit of a rally back. We had some hits go. We had a run driven in, and then uh, there's a balk-off. And the, all the time that you've covered baseball, have you seen no. a
3: balk-off? No, never have. In fact, it's the only one, uh, Elias put pointed out this morning, it's the only balk-off in Padres history. So I know I haven't seen one. So
4: You know, and I, I, we were talking a little bit before the show about whether, when I first saw the play, I go, okay, that's a balk, because he stumbled and the whole thing. And then I thought to myself, you know what? He did throw the pitch to home plate, right. even though it was awkward. So why was it a balk? And we kind of went through that. Right. But I think we should clear it up for everybody as to why exactly it was called a balk. Because Casilla did
3: eventually get the pitch to home. Yes. Right. But he, he took the two extra steps. Uh, you, that mean, you can't right, do. right? Yeah. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's, well, there's one, the two, second step there, right there, right and, and that's what made right. it the box. Right. He yeah. just
2: caught his cleat, right? He just he tripped up a little there.
3: I don't care. That's
4: but a right. win for the grounds you know crew last right. night. Right. Give right. the grounds crew a win last night.
2: <laughs> you know what's funny is the potteries are usually on the other end of that, as in weird things happening. So I think it was kind of a – I don't know. It was, it was a nice way. You get a win any way you can. It
3: was really sad to see the Giants lose a second straight <laughs> game. It was really not. It was really not. I, was, I, was, s- really not, I was teary-eyed. And
5: because it's the Giants, let's and watch it on repeat over. Yeah. It yeah. It's right. Right. Just keep it's showing a
4: that.
2: motion, a loop there.
4: But t- the uh-huh. other thing you should be showing was the key hits by Derek Norris and right. Rosales. Rosales, I mean, those right. Right. were, you know, set up the win right. because, you know, you got to get your men on base. you gotta get, got to get the tying run. You have to score that first. Then you have to get a runner to third. So, I mean, these are guys that, you know, I mean, you get the clutch hits like that. I like that. By the way,
3: first series the Giants have lost against an NL West team since mid-April.
2: See? Interesting. Because they've already lost the series.
6: Right. And now the Padres
4: go for their first. I mean, I didn't bring a broom. I I thought it would be kind of cliche, but, I mean, Uh, maybe uh, we needed to bring (laughs) one. I mean, the the Padres can't keep – what is this, their 12th chance? For right, a sweep right. today, right. I mean, come on—they haven't done it yet.
2: To your point, though, with Derek Norris last night, 0 for 4, and then he was able to do that in the 10th. Which, you know, it's nice to see sometimes a guy struggling for the at the plate for the day and then able to make an impact there at the end of the game. I know you don't want 0 for 4, but every once in a while, that's the way. Hey, it if goes, you want, so if you get
4: 1 for 5, that's the one you want. Exactly,
2: right? exactly. Uh, first sweep of the season sounds a little sad. A little, uh, you know, if they. If, uh, you wish it was different.
4: Part of me likes anomalies, Bill. Right. So this, if they
3: didn't, <laughs> if they lose, if, if they, they won win, today, it right.
4: would wreck the anomaly.
3: Well, no, it's still pr- yeah, it would be the anomaly if they won today, because it's way. Okay, up. then I don't like it's, anomalies. It's what really is it that I don't like? Everything about Sunday, last game of series, day games. It's they just all, haven't won any of that. It's all kiltered. Uh, it's unbelievable. You know, they're they're now thirty nine and thirty eight. Uh, on any day but Sunday, except
2: for Sunday, right?
3: God. Has anybody?
2: Have you? I know we've talked about it a lot in this show, but are there any o- outstanding theories as to why the Sunday game is so elusive? Is it just a weird thing that keeps happening?
3: I can't figure it out. I mean, now they have run into an awful lot of good pitchers on absolutely. Sunday, absolutely. But the whole thing—the the last game of series record—I mean, if you take away the last game of series Sundays and day games and they got a winning <laughs> record they got d- they got a winning record they're going to night. the world series they got a winning record uh, in night games they've got a winning I record know. in the first two games of or the first games of mm-hmm. series up to the final day and they got a winning record the rest of the week except for sunday the it only
4: the only thing anybody said which is I, and i think people are trying to make sense of it because it because i don't agree there's with just it, no sense is the fact it. that Maybe over the first two games of the series, teams are scouting them, and <laughs> by the third game, they know what the Padres well, are trying to do. But they're scouting but that them That makes before. no sense. That makes no right. sense. So That's
6: an
2: interesting thing. I mean, you yeah, know, it's I a, see it. a pitcher being called up. We'll talk more about um, ja- Edwin Jackson later. A pitcher being called up from He's AAA. finally here. He's by here? By He's here. Well, no, He's no, here. no.
3: But, I mean, they tried at least twice, really made strong bids earlier in his career to get to Edwin get Jackson. I think it was three times. And they once went after him as a free agent. They once went after him as a trade. And I think they went after him as a free agent another time. And all (laughs) three times, it didn't work out. Now he's
4: here. I just wish I was Edwin Jackson. Because, first of all, I'd like to pitch today. I think it would be fun to pitch. Second of all, if I was Edwin Jackson, I've made at least a million dollars for just about every major league win that I have. Right now, now it's incredible how many times this guy
3: has been signed to big money big deals. Oh, because I mean, he's got he's that no hitter, and he's, right, and he's, he's got he's just great stuff. Right, he's never <laughs> put it together. <laughs> right. Now, and Buddy Bauman goes out today. Yes, he's. So, gone. Buddy Bauman's major league career so far is one pitch one and pitch. one out, and back to the minors.
2: Not a bad, <laughs> not a bad though. You got the out. Right, not a bad major league Mm -hmm. debut. No, you got the out. You got the out, and now you're gone. Right. I guess that's how it goes I don't think Buddy would agree with you guys.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Buddy would like to throw (laughs) a couple pitches, a couple more. I mean,
3: and he was almost in line for the win. If they had gotten a run there in the bottom of that inning, he would have got the win. It reminds you. of not given up the lead.
2: But how humbling this is. I mean, you come up for a day, you get the one out, and then you're back down to the minors. Chris, (laughs) remember the
3: day that Luke Gregerson got the win without throwing a pitch? Yeah. Picked definitely. the guy that came in with runners Pick on off first, and then they right. get the, the score, and you win. Picked off the guy at first, and they got three runs at the bottom of the inning, and he won. Mm. That's Never threw a pitch. They pinch hit for him.
2: What is that, Bill?
3: <laughs> that is karma. That's an anomaly. That's baseball, <laughs> my friends. <laughs> right.
2: All right. All right. Make sure you're following along here. Hashtag PadresSH on Twitter. You can also join us at slash uh, social hour. You can watch the show online, but please do tweet us. We definitely want your questions, and we will read as much of them on the air as we can. Uh, we do have a lot to get to. I want to talk about Travis Jankowski as well later, because he's really been showing up and making the most out of his opportunity. Uh, and we say goodbye to Buddy Bauman. It was a short stint. Oh, he'll be back. He'll be back. I agree. Uh, and, and you know, it we can talk a little bit more about now what we're seeing in the second half and what we're seeing now that the Padres are looking as to being some trade partners, getting some
6: two a few years so under far. their, their okay, belts. 2-0, though. 2-0 right.
2: wow. <laughs> against the Giants. Guy, does that guy counts for a little more, right? Uh, the Giants, no? All right. Okay. <laughs> They've closed
4: within, what, 17 and <laughs> a right, half games right. of first exactly. place? No, it really doesn't count for much.
2: I see the silence and the stares at me. Okay, all yeah. right. All right, Good well, try. I want to remind everyone that the next baseball night in San Diego is Saturday, July 30th, when the Padres face the Reds at 540. All fans in attendance will receive a pair of SD earbuds presented by United Airlines get tickets at Padres.com. We will be back with Private First Class Joe Riley. Please stay tuned here on Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. We are joined right now on this Military Sunday by a very special guest, U.S. Army veteran, Bronze Star recipient, Private First Class Joe Riley. We are so pleased to have you here today. Thank you for joining us.
3: Thank you very much.
2: And you are throwing out the ceremonial first pitch today. Thank you. Have you done that before? Is this a n- no?
3: I have not. We're going to go fastball, Joe. We're going to we're going to fire it out there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can. I I shook yeah. his hand. The man's handshake is stronger than mine.
2: Is this anything that you've um? Anyone's given you any tips on, or have you been looking forward to it? Is it is it fun to be here today?
0: Yes, yes. I've had a couple of preliminary throws. My friend Albert uh, on my patio. We practiced the other day a I little love bit it. there. Only about 12 feet apart, so I don't know if that counts or not, but uh, that's what we did.
3: Hey, 12 <laughs> feet, anything is good. All right. So,
2: uh, Private Riley, you parachuted into uh, Normandy on D-Day. You yes, I did. behind enemy lines. I know Correct. Bill is champing at the bit to ask you some questions about that, as am sure. I. I'm going to let Bill take it away right here.
0: That's an amazing story.
3: So yes. it would have been in the early morning hours, right? It would have been darkness.
0: About 3.30 in the morning. We boarded our aircraft about 11 or 11.30 in the evening in, uh, in England. Right. Uh, but uh, when you're on an airborne operation, uh, the planes have to circle around and around and around in layers because the first plane cannot go over the English Channel to the continent until the last plane leaves the takes the off. Air drone. Right. Wow. So you're up there two or three, sometimes three or four hours in, in, uh, in layers up there circling around waiting for the last plane to get off the air drone.
3: So, behind Utah Beach. Yes. Uh, landed, at, at your job was what? To secure the crossroads.
0: Yes, it was.
3: Provide, oh. provide uh, a flank support for the 7th Corps, and also to cut off any counterattack by blowing up bridges. That's right. That's Amazing. correct. Uh, I, only one out of five
0: paratroopers landed where they were supposed to on right. D Day. I was the one.
6: Oh. I landed wow. right
0: where I was supposed to land this little pasture. Is that right? I had a clicker. We had this little clicker on our wrist, you know. You give a click, and if you heard two clicks, you got lucky. If you didn't hear any clicks, you better be ready for something else. So I, I heard two clicks. I landed right beside the commander of the 502 regiment. We jumped the same little pasture. We went from that little pasture to another one to another one, and as we were going along, we picked up more people, you know, stragglers. Well, finally, we got to a point of where a decision had to be made in the military. The hierarchy makes the decisions. (laughs) We had several colonels with us. We had a couple of generals with us. Well, if the colonel says, we're going to go this way, a general says, no, we're going to go this way. You know where you're going to go. What about about the first sergeant? If the
3: first sergeant says you're going somewhere else, (laughs) you're following him.
0: That's right. But the generals, the man with the highest rank makes the final decisions. Right. It got kind of embarrassing. (laughs) We were going from one little pasture to the other. We were picking up more and more people. The history books have recorded this very accurately, by the way. Wow. Never had so few enlisted men but led by so many officers. Wow. There was only about 15 of us enlisted men. We had about 25 officers. Well, like I said, that's where the, the next episode came into effect. We're in this little pasture, and I thought, oh, my God, is this how we're going to win the war? Because they started arguing about what they were going to do. We split in two groups and we proceeded on to the causeways. let the 4th Infantry Division come right. aboard. Wow. The first little town we cleared, took...
3: Cleared for the 4th Infantry, right? Yes.
0: yes. The first little town we took was called Poopyville. Poopyville. And everybody mm-hmm. says, oh, Poopyville, P-O-U-P-P-V-I-L-L-E. Right on the causeways there. We lost seven paratroopers Aww. taking Poopyville. We took Poopyville. Then I got the best lesson I could ever get in combat. I'm such a lucky man, it scares me. Mm. All my life I've been so lucky. It frightens me sometimes. There was a paratrooper laying on the ground. There was a medic working over him because he was seriously seriously wounded. The medics had a red cross armband on their uniform. They were unarmed. We were told the enemy would not fire on the medic because they were unarmed. What a bunch of baloney that was. German sniper up in a tree started firing at the medic. Well, we thought, wait a minute, this isn't supposed to happen. So about six of us fired up in that tree. Down come the sniper. Mm. Officer walked over to me and he said, soldier? I said, I saw you fire on that tree. I said, yes, I did. He said, what a waste of ammunition. Oh, I wanted to say something so bad.
6: (laughs) Yeah, All I could
0: think of was, how in the world do you think we're going to win this war? We're out here to kill the enemy because he's out here to kill us. And, uh, but that was a great lesson to learn the first day of combat. After that, we went on to take uh, Saint-Condemont, Saint-Marie-de-Mont, yes. Verville. We gathered at Vareville. Then we tried to take Canton. Now, everybody always says, well, you know, when you're in combat, you're in the military, you're in the representing the United States of America, you never lose. Oh, we had so many times when we darn near lost it. Right. We tried to take Carantin. The Germans had all the high ground surrounded around Carantin. We got defeated back. The 501 Regiment and the 502 Regiment, both got defeated back. There was a marsh on one side of Carantin. The military thought we'd never go through the marsh. We got orders to go through the marsh. It was hot. There was mud and reeds clear up to your shoulders. We went through that marsh that night. We took Carantin the next day.
3: Now, to get off the North... You later, uh, you were in Operation Market Garden. Yes. And then you were part of the, uh, the Bastogne, the, uh, <laughs> held the uh, Battle of the Bulge.
0: The biggest battle of World War II right. was wow. at Bastogne.
3: And uh, we, we're the first unit in. Right. Uh, well, you were trapped there. The 101st Airborne got
0: trapped. We were, we were surrounded by the Germans. We were outnumbered 4 to 1. Right. But we held on. You have to remember the Germans had gone through three, or four military uh, units before they got to the Baston.
3: Right, and Bastogne was important because huge crossroads. Absolutely, it would have been a road that that would have opened the road to Antwerp yeah. for them. That's right, and you and the 101st Airborne, light infantry. I mean, they were they were That's not right. they were not an armored division, light That's infantry. Right. That's right. They held Bastogne against the Germans yes until they, they were actually relieved by uh, Third Army. That's the right. Creighton Cray- Crayton- Abrams drove the first tank in. That's right and,
0: and we, were happy to, we were happy to hear in combat you get your your uh, ears begin to tell your brain many many things you can tell by the sound of the shells you can tell by the sound of so many different things that go on and when we heard we could tell the difference of the sound of the German t- Tiger tanks on the tracks as against the American tanks Shermans right and we could tell the difference of the sound because we saw it in Normandy we saw it in Holland and so we right away when we heard that we heard our own tanks come in we were so happy that the uh, it, that uh, Patton could come in and help us uh, in a dire circumstance that we were in in Normandy, at right. Bastogne.
3: Right, and that's where you you earned the bronze star. I mean, that's
0: right, yes. and that's why I'm called our unit's called the battered bastards of Bastogne. Right, wow. and uh, you have to remember that uh, we talked a little bit earlier about the about the eagle, eagle right? Eagle. Screaming eagles. I have to tell you a little story about this. I would love it. We, beginning getting more money because we're paratroopers. And we got into trouble, <laughs> <laughs> alcohol. As okay. your hazardous duty pay, yeah. right? That's right. We had a riot in Charlotte, North Carolina in 1943, the 4th of July. A <laughs> Couple of bartenders walked into a bar and they demanded immediate service and the bartender said, wait a minute, I'm waiting on a couple of Hawaiian soldiers here. Well, they wouldn't have any part of that. So as a result, there was a riot. There were 70 men in the jail on a Sunday morning. Colonel Johnson, called Jumpy Johnson, he had over 100 jumps. He was a full sure, chicken, he was a full colonel. He got the regiment together, and our mascot was a bald eagle. He had him in a cage. He put a black flag over the cage because the eagle was in mourning. We had seventy men. <laughs> 70 in men in jail. jail.
6: In jail.
0: He, he was about to be made a, a brigadier general. Uh-oh.
6: Oh. Mrs.
0: Roosevelt, Eleanor Roosevelt, got on the radio. She said the paratroopers were the most uncouth group the Army has. Uh-oh. That went right up to Washington. He didn't get his promotion right away. But isn't it ironic? Her husband, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, gave us the presidential unit citation. We got it twice. The wow. first unit in the military to ever get it twice. Right.
6: Wow.
3: First unit in the Army. Incredible. Right? Yep. Yeah. Because I, I think that the, uh, the carrier enterprise actually got to... They, they did. Right. Absolutely right about that. You've got a pretty good knowledge of the military. <laughs> he <laughs> I, has I, a,
2: a very good knowledge of the military. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Joe, you, you are 95 years old. Is that
3: correct? I am 95 years old. Wow. Are you the oldest uh, World War II veteran of the 101st Airborne?
0: I do not know that. Uh, I belong to an organization called the Greatest Generation. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a foundation and an right. organization. Uh, it is uh, The CEO is a man called Tim Davis He lives in Denver, Colorado wow. And he takes us I went back in 14 I met President Obama yeah. They took 28 of us back to Normandy At uh, Omaha Beach They picked four, 4 out of the 28 The reason they picked me Because I can get in my uniform yeah. I,
3: got <laughs> I was going to ask you about that
0: <laughs> I got to speak to President Obama He's a tall man Got a good sense of humor He has to have a nice job he's got and uh, we had a good conversation. And there was 50,000 people there that day from 23 nations yeah. to celebrate in 2014. 2015, I went back again to Normandy. When you, yes. no,
2: go ahead, finish your story. Well, I'm wondering, when you go back, do you feel Do you feel the emotions, do you feel the magnitude of the day, or, or are you separated from it now? What, what What is your feeling like?
0: Yes, you do, and I'll tell you why that you have the connection. The people of Europe, particularly France, Holland, Austria, right. all those places where we were able to defeat the Nazis. They have a lot of respect for us, for what we did so many years ago. And uh, we stayed with French families when we were there in 14. Uh, they, uh, we stayed in their homes, they live in Chateau, and they took us every day down to Carantan, which is our connection point. We had a bus that took us all around to the cemeteries and the, the memorials. Wow. I speak to school children over there as I speak to school children in San Diego. Uh, every chance I'm invited to go, I speak to the young people, and they're very receptive. They want to know a little bit more about the history of World War II. Right. Joe, did you, what was your highest rank? Did you. Uh... I'm a private first class. So all the way through? All the way through. And they say, well, that's not a very high rank. You're right, it isn't. But I was getting. Three paid grades higher because I was a paratrooper, I was in combat, I was a radio man. I was the 300 radio operator for the 81 mortar platoon.
6: Fantastic.
0: And they
3: did, and the 101st Airborne didn't give out promotions like other units. No, they uh, did not. Like other I, units, we, right. were,
0: we were what they were called, we were under me. the old
3: horse cavalry T.O. or right. table of
0: organization. Right, exactly. Every 18th man was rated. Well, I didn't care because I was getting three pay grades higher, <laughs> and I didn't have to babysit anybody. And I was the radio operator for the mortar platoon. So I was happy with my rate. But we had, a, we had an interview last year. We went to uh, Beverly Hills. You heard oh. of Beverly Hills? I've th- Stayed I've been at to the Beverly Hotel Hills. Hilton there. Oh, All right. fancy. They took us out to the, the airport of Van Nuys. We invited a man to come and talk to us. The man's name was Larry King. Oh Is that right? It turned out to be disastrous. Oh <laughs> 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 we? Jo- <laughs> jo, we need
6: to
2: we need to go to break, yeah. but uh I, I know Bill and I could sit here talking to you for hours. Sure. Thank and you. And we hope to in a little bit. Um, but we just thank you so much. I know right. Bill does too for thank being here. Much. Oh yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It really is. Thank you. And, and Thank we'll you. talk to you more in the break. All right. I want to remind everyone to be at Petco Park on Friday, July 29th for a Party in the Park, presented by Southwest Airlines for your chance to win a trip for two to Las Vegas with airfare from Southwest and amenities provided by Las Vegas. It's a Vegas-themed happy hour before the Padres take on the Reds at 740. Get tickets at Padres.com slash party. You ever been to Vegas, Joe? All right. <laughs> we'll be back with more Padres Social Hour.
1: You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park.
2: Welcome back to Padres Social Hour here on a Sunday as the Padres getting ready for game three against the San Francisco Giants.
4: Why is it that I feel like everybody who's tuned back in is disappointed to see me sitting here now instead of still, I would agree. Thanks.
2: Sorry, Chris. I feel much better. I want to keep but Joe. Yeah, I figured bad. everybody's
4: b- upset that he's gone now. He Can I funny. tell you,
2: Chris, too, um, Bill and I, my first year with the UT, well, the first year I was coming the Padres with the UT, I roomed with Bill. I, I was in the right, same right, house with right. Bill. same house. We, had, we shared different rooms. Right.
6: That, but yeah, I, would <laughs> yeah, right.
2: <laughs> I would come in, and Bill would be watching the military channel,
6: exactly. and he would
2: be able to recite, before they said it, every turn of the war every every private this <laughs> first class yeah this guy
4: was like he i was mean he was impressed
3: <laughs> he was impressed this with guy, your bill knowledge
2: knows if anyone knows bill and i mean you're, you have the same fascination for it correct oh absolutely I yeah
3: i mean my dad served but uh one of the things like
6: uh,
3: during like everybody says private first class why didn't he advance in grade? yes the hundred and er- the airborne units they didn't go up in rank that they just stayed the same throughout the war one of the few units where that was the case hmm. because they had specific duties wow. and if they advanced in grade that they would be doing other things and they wanted to keep those units exactly how they started
2: they were so specialized right so yes. he,
3: so you stayed private first class but they they di- they rigged the pay because they would give them hazardous duty pay they'd give them extra pay so that although they were private first classes they were actually treated like sergeants and everything else
2: that is fascinating i saw a tweet come up that said uh, one of my best or one of my favorite interviews on social hour and i would have to agree and of course chris if you were part of it it would be even that much more better but we had to boot you but now you're back. <laughs> no, it, it was
4: better without me. It was, it was. Uh, well was no, we, we
2: appreciate you not leaving us, Chris, right. and coming back, that and was coming good back. Stuff. But you know, I'm sure you were just uh, enjoyed all of that oh, as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. to
3: find out that some things didn't change, and uh, uh, I actually went to jump school way back when.
2: Did you jump?
3: Yes. Wow. But but, I was not I was not a member of the one of those great elite airborne units i was in a program right. that they wanted you to go to jump school so okay. i went and it was no problem getting out of the plane because you want to get away from the tactical sergeant but we uh we talked about the same <laughs> feeling of of when the the uh, static line the ping of the clip coming loose and hitting right. the back of your helmet i mean some things just didn't change
4: everybody's having trouble this election season i think trying to figure out you know who we should vote for where this country's headed Let's just get a few Joes in there. Yes, I agree. A few Joes in there. We'll all be headed in the the right direction again. And (laughs) the other thing, the amazing thing is that
3: when you – the units like the 101st Airborne, while they – I mean, landing at Normandy and fighting in Normandy was an extreme situation. But they go from there to Operation Market Guarding, jumping behind enemy lines again. And then they wind up at Bastogne. So they were in three of the the, the most crucial battles of World War II in Europe. Incredible.
6: It's I really mean, incredible. Right. It
3: really is amazing.
6: Yeah. And right yeah, now b- we're
3: supposed to go back and talk about yeah. a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> right? A ball. Yeah. I've got to go back Great. and talk about baseball. Yeah. And
2: uh, I'm going I'm to take it there in an easy fashion with – with some talk about Travis Jankowski because he's been doing so well and obviously making the most of his opportunities. So it's a terrible segue, but we're gonna do it anyways, because we are here to talk some baseball as well. Um, With John Jay out on the disabled list and Melvin Upton Jr. on the bereavement list, Travis Jankowski has been able to get in there. He is high on walks. He is high, his on-base percentage in the leadoff spot high. His defense good. Are you happy with what you're seeing from him, given the opportunity to, to play full games right now?
3: Oh, absolutely. But it, it's to me, th- the question with Jankowski is where he projects in the future because pretty clear Manuel Margot is yes. the, who they're looking for, the center fielder of the future. It's a crowded you, outfield. You've got to move Upton and Kemp at to- some time because you've got Jankowski, you've got Hunter Renfro. You want to take a look at these – young prospects dickerson uh it's going to be very interesting to see to me to see where jankowski winds up in the future
2: it's a crowded outfield yeah. Right? I mean it's it's.
3: Uh, well,
2: I, I think he's.
3: <laughs> yes and no. I mean, yes right. and it's and not no. like you yes have all stars no. at every right. position,
4: and you're you you everyone's lining up to go into the hall. You're glad you got Melvin, you're but juggling. you're going to try. I you're going to get. You you're lucky him. if you can get rid of Melvin Upton because oh, of the money, you yeah. right. and, and you got to almost tip your cap to him for having a good enough season right. to put yourself in a situation sure. to to move him. Kemp's not going to be moved. Not, no, not yet. The thing I like about Jankowski is enthusiasm. He just—he's the kind of guy that I look right. and watch yes. playing the game, and he looks like he's having fun out there. Absolutely, but and that—that that just makes you a better player right away. I right. think in my mind, can he hit
3: enough to be a regular in the major Well oh, We
4: have to see, don't we? I right. mean, you know, you can see small sample sizes, but yeah. I mean, over a larger size, I'm not sure, and i do don't—they're probably not sure either.
6: Right.
2: He—he he was in the middle of that uh, challenge, two challenges yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. And the one where he's tried to steal second in the bottom of the sixth, he's called out. Did you? Uh, what are you thinking about the challenge system still? Are we still ringing that bell of do we like it, do we not like it? Is it, is it working for you?
3: I don't. I mean, there are just so <laughs> many times it takes so long. He's old school. <laughs> I, I mean, I love, the, I love the idea of it. I don't like it if it can't be cleaned up. I like uh, the, the
4: challenge system on really obvious bad calls that can be overturned that we can all see are bad calls. I think anything like what you're talking about last night in and in a game I saw here a few weeks ago against the Yankees, they had three challenges. None of the three you could really even tell on replay. Right. So if it's that close, go with the umpire's call. Go with the human element of yeah. the game and move on. If it's a bad miss – then yeah, I'd like to see it cleaned up because you know you could cost a team the game or something if you missed a call at home plate. But I wish there was a way to be able to challenge only on something glaring, right? Rather than you know every little see your close point. play. I mean, you want
2: you want something really big, but then it would be don't you feel like they guys feel are like a sliding great area into third?
4: Guys are sliding into third base. They don't know if they're safe or out, and they're calling time and they're going challenge. Yeah.
3: Right. Plus, if I'm a manager and the other pitcher is going good and I've got any type of close play huh. that's a good idea i challenge, idea. I a challenge idea. because yeah. you stop the game you stop momentum. momentum yes you make them stand there for a while yeah. you hope it goes for five minutes that's
2: true that's true you're banking on the kind of the strategy of the game yeah. at that point yeah. and the strategy exactly. of using those timeouts use, so use the challenge yes. to
4: get a
3: guy <laughs> off of a roll
4: i almost think that they <laughs> should it's take the, the challenge <laughs> out of the manager's hands and it really should go maybe to a, a video review replay official who is able to look and say uh-oh we we this one we missed kind of badly. Right. Reviews we're going to look at that. Right. Reviews but every But if it's play. a bang bang play, we're going with the umpire. We're going with the umpire. I mean that's the way we've done it for hundred years. Bang bang plays. I mean let's let's just keep it going. Keep the game going. Baseball has enough problems slowing down. Plus I think that a guy in New York. <laughs> what are you York, trying to say, Chris? One yeah. guy Well, in they have a clock that's <laughs> ticking right. down
3: between innings. I mean right. they know it.
4: It's not anything I'm coming up. One with.
3: guy in New York watching each play could very quickly say that needs to be reviewed that one needs to be reviewed or changed and and, or that one doesn't need to be reviewed it was a close bang bang play let's move on right Right. and he and he just hits a button clicks in the umpire's ear and they say we we're reviewing it rather than waiting these two or three minutes while the and 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 the other thing i don't (laughs) like the idea that the clubs that you can oh let's call our video guy to see if and that yeah. stops the game for that two minutes. That slows it down, right. too. Right. Hang on up. Hang on.
4: Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, right. no, wait. No. Okay, maybe. In fact, the I only
3: manager I've ever seen called on waiting too long was Bud Black in the first year of yeah. the challenges.
4: That w- uh, right. Of course. Only, yeah. only, yeah. only, only the, the, the Padres right. <laughs> would have it happen to them.
2: Listen, the commissioner was just here. You had your chance. Tell him all this.
4: No, Nobody, right. he, didn't well, he, didn't right. <laughs> he didn't
2: ask me. He didn't ask me. Only you asked right, me. Right, right. No. <laughs> I hear you. I'll try to pass those on through a suggestion box of sorts. Good. All right, the Padres are still offering summer baseball camps through August 12th for kids ages 5 through 12. Kids get exceptional instruction, character development, and a unique major league experience. Check out the upcoming camps in Scripps Ranch, Point Loma, Carlsbad, and Del Mar. For more info and to register, visit Padres.com slash Play ball. We will be right back with more Padres Social Hour after the break.
1: From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour.
2: And welcome back to Padres Social Hour. It is a beautiful Sunday in San Diego. The Padres looking to get their first sweep of the season if they can take Game 3 against the Giants today. Bill, by the way,
4: I don't mean to interrupt, but but, but from our chair here, our couch here, isn't the view much better looking across than, <laughs> than it is than normally?
3: Than Right. I just thought And I, Janella uses more makeup than any does. I know. That's true. He's on...
2: S- <laughs> speaking of Janella, so I'm sh- I hope he's listening to I all of this. I didn't say of that, Mike. I hope he hears all of it. He is on the Cholula hotline with us right now. Mike, are you there?
5: I am, guys. How's it going? And I'm makeup-free, I can tell you. Is that right? <laughs> hey, by the way, I'm
3: glad you're at that wedding. I saw your date last night on uh, on your Twitter. The empty chair. Nice job. She yeah, it
6: doesn't talk much. <laughs> I had to work
3: you got to get well, back here soon, Mike, right. and
4: defend yourself. Yeah. Man.
3: How could, in fact, how could your date talk much when you're carrying the conversation? <laughs>
5: <laughs> you said it like it's a bad thing, though. <laughs> hey,
2: Mike, do you go to those weddings dateless because you're like, well, there could be some single woman there, and and I could meet someone, and maybe it's that sort of thing.
5: Uh, no, you're just too kind to, to think that. And I just go because I have no other option. And I'm, uh, <laughs> I, think Mike,
4: not my I think Mike's taken now because he tweeted out he's got a new f- Twitter follower that he was very excited about. Yeah. Did you did oh, you uh, share that with everybody? I
5: uh, what that was. that O'Brien?
4: Yeah, you were all excited about that. I figure you're all really? set now.
5: i mean <laughs> Uh, of, of great renown and very uh, reputable. So I don't know why she's following me, but uh, i don't take it. <laughs> she uh, started following me last week, too, Mike. I'm not kidding. Burn,
6: Mike. <laughs> 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 oh. 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 Time's
4: well, you guys are a package deal.
2: <laughs> you know, uh, since you've been gone, Mike, the Potters have been winning. I, I, I just want to say. Haven't lost, saying, right, since he's right. been gone? I'm just wondering what you think about that.
5: They got a balk off yesterday. like I'm gone for two days and everything goes off the
3: The first balk off in Padres history, Mike.
5: Yeah, I saw that yesterday. An extra inning, too. I couldn't believe it. It's, uh, it's, uh, I mean, everything's happening. So uh, i have been missing all the action.
4: Well, if they get the sweep, then uh, he may
3: have to stay. Right. He is. <laughs> yeah. That's what If they well, get the sweep without well. you in the chair, somebody else is getting swept. Right. <laughs> it's
2: the Wally Pip
5: well thing. Well don't worry. Know, my pl- my <laughs> flight is first thing tomorrow morning, so just give me, a, give me a heads up if I should just cancel the ticket. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> Mike, I'm wondering, you know, this is Mike's first day offs, days oh, I off, know. since uh, spring training, I believe, and that's for real.
3: Well, so he also had Thursday off. There okay. was no show on Thursday. There was Thursday. no show
2: on Thursday. Okay, so in fairness. Yes, yeah, Thanks, you get Thursday off. Thanks, Phil. Yeah, uh, tough. I, I'm wondering if it feels weird to you, Mike, or it just feels glorious. What's what do you feel?
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely weird. I mean, you do the show every day, and uh, you know, having been, especially you know, seeing like Seth Davis every day since mid-February, uh, that part's glorious. Not having to deal with it the <laughs> last few days, uh, but that's, uh, it's just weird being back. You know, I hadn't been home uh, since I left, so seeing my family and uh, just driving around you know, New York and being back here in Jersey and uh, it's just uh, yeah, it's a, little, it's a little weird, a little surreal, but uh, it's good. I mean, it's been busy. You know, you do a wedding, it's an out-of-state wedding, and that keeps the, the days busy, and everybody wanted to say hi when you're in town, so the schedule's been full. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to get back, and, uh, and thank you guys for holding on the port. Uh I was happy to hear that we're still on the air after Brady felt posted on Friday, so uh, <laughs> I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, uh, a the ship without me.
2: I Yeah, Bill gave me a look at that. Well, oh, so. yeah, right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just check Just check in tomorrow before you get on that plane to make sure you're still part of this.
5: Yeah, well, I, I'm sure you'll be up already at that hour, Bill, so I'll be sure to call you directly.
4: <laughs> Mike, I, I just want you to know that I did not wear a tie today in honor of the fact that you're not here.
5: Really? Well, wow, so that's what it takes,
4: huh? Yeah, I, it's just, you know, there's you you, you bring a certain... You know elegance to the show, and I just you know I knew the you first wouldn't time be here today, anybody's so. ever said <laughs> that. Yeah. You
2: and the word elegance.
4: Well, somebody's got to say something nice to the guy. You got <laughs> center and you two over here just taking them apart.
5: I know, Chris. Man, I that's know. my favorite, Chris. That's why you got my back. Nobody <laughs> needs to say that's anything nice. That's why you're We're coming good. back. Right. That's
4: why I'm trying not. I'm doing what I can.
2: <laughs> well, Mike, we do really appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy schedule. It sounds like. To call into the show, and we look forward to you coming back, and uh, we'll keep the seats warm until you get back.
5: Yeah,
6: hey oh guys,
5: it's a pleasure, <laughs> and yeah, let's, uh, let's get those let's get those rooms out today.
2: Thanks for joining us, Mike.
3: Get back to your four-legged date.
2: <laughs> oh, Bill! Whoa! <laughs> wow! <laughs> All right, on that on that note, Mike. On yeah,
5: that note, I don't know how to come back from that. So just
2: remember, when you're in the, the host chair, you can say whatever you want to Bill. I so. know they
5: put me on okay. the phone line and it's just say like, I <laughs> to fight back.
2: <laughs> All right, thanks so much for joining us on the Cholula Hotline. <laughs> Cholula, uncapped That was flavor. a true. Chol- that with was a hot seat Cholula right there. Cholula hot sauce. That was as hot as you can get. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. Yeah, he's feeling that they're in Jersey. Mm-hmm. All right.
4: He's We're sitting there going, <laughs> why did I call in? What <laughs> was tuned. I thinking?
2: We'll be right back with more Padres Social Hour after the
1: break. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store.
2: And welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Here this post All-Star game series that we're having against the San Francisco Giants. And we're about to uh read the lineup. Going to the starting lineup brought to you by United Airlines. The starting lineup is how about that? Brought to you by United Airlines. Come on, Annie. Proud partner <laughs> of the San Diego Padres. All right, so we've got Travis Jankowski leading off. Will Myers followed by Matt Kemp. Salarte there in the cleanup spot. Dickerson, Christian Bethencourt, Ryan Schimpf, Alexia Ramirez in the eight hole, and then Edwin Jackson, the pitcher brought up from El Paso today. How are you feeling about this lineup?
4: Uh, well, you know, I was talking to somebody offset. While you guys were talking to uh, the private first yes. class, Mr. Riley, I thought he brought up a great point. We were talking about why are the Padres struggling to win on Sunday, and it's like makes no sense. He said, you know, Sundays is when they, most teams play their backup players. Right. And that's true. true. I mean, look at all the backups that are in the lineup today. And it just could very well be not a coincidence that the Padres don't do well on Sunday because their backups really aren't as good as the other team's backups that they're trotting out there on Sundays. Padres don't have the same kind of depth. I, I think it was a great Get point. Getting at right, it's a good point. Yeah. So um what do I think of today's lineup? <laughs> I I you know, it's it's probably not as good as the depth that the Giants have. Right.
2: It's a good point. It's a good point. That's usually when so, you're playing your backups. Yeah. So all right, well, we'll see how it goes. Of course, with Edwin Jackson now. Uh
3: that's the ultimate backup. That's and
2: that's the ultimate probably wild card in this all, right? right? And so
3: You've got to throw
2: him out there and see how he does.
3: He struggled at El Paso, but most pitchers struggle at yes. El Paso. That's why right. yes. El Paso's pitching staff is always made up of veterans and guys that have been around a while. You keep your best pitching prospects at San Antonio yes. and then bring them up from there. How? What team is
4: this for Edwin Jackson in the major leagues? I mean, that's almost an impossible wow. off-the-top-of-your-head trivia question because – He's honestly right. maybe Blooper can look it up real right. quick but it's it's he has it's got
3: to be close to double figures. Right. It's got it's a lot. And of yeah. course, and the Padres have three times tried to get him here. <laughs> right, They, they, got fin- they, they right. finally got him from uh, they finally when when Miami released him, they signed him. So I have so much faith in him that there is no way
4: I'm picking him in our Supercuts this challenge. This is his team. 11th team. 11th team. This is his 11th, 11th team, team. Right. okay? Yeah. yeah. You That's know you, yeah. the
3: one thing about Edwin Jackson is that you look at the, the numbers in mass, and they're not good. But there is always the possibility. That's true. That he corks. A of gem, right, A gem. Absolutely. So I don't think it's a good possibility. <laughs> <laughs> but it's there nonetheless. Right.
2: <laughs> All right. Speaking of the Supercuts head-to-head challenge, uh, the let's, we're going to take a look at the standings. But
4: Uh-oh. Do yesterday we have to put the, the standings couch, up there? It's embarrassing. Oh,
2: God. That's the stand. I have not seen that in a while. Yeah, well
5: I'm that doing is, real, that doing real good.
4: Okay, I, would but like the couch he, I would like the head-to-head standings up there because I'm a much closer to him than that.
2: I don't know the answer to that. I I do.
4: Mike has it, but it's not.
3: A, he didn't He Pretty didn't share boy. it with you. But
2: the couch had camp yesterday. And, and Blooper had Will Myers. Yep. Is, and the couch won. Camp couch had his solo home run. So that's good?
3: Right. Okay. Actually, I <laughs> thought his pick two days ago was really good.
5: Cashner? We're moving Cash? in the right yeah, direction. No. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh, so who is picking first today, Blooper? Chris he, picks first. Chris picks first. All right, Chris. Well, you I always
4: kind of just try to go along with the theme of our show and, and go with one of those guys. So we talked about Jankowski. So oh, I I'll thought you were going to go with Edwin Jackson. I no, I told you I wouldn't <laughs> go with Edwin Jackson. I thought you were going to go
2: with Joe Riley. But or, okay. Yes, <laughs> he
4: is the – is the, you know, I could win with him. Could. I could win with him, but I'll take Jankowski All today. Right. I like it. Blooper, what do you got? I'm going to go with Edwin Jackson. Oh, my God! i for it. I don't trust that. the bats against Queto so I'd rather go with the pitcher. Okay. 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 That's my reasoning. got uh. a lot of strategy
2: going on. All right. Well, there we go. We'll see how that works out for the couch and for Blooper tomorrow. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail. The cut, the lines, the hot towel finish so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. Be sure to join us on Twitter, hashtag PadresSH, and at Padres.com slash social hour, we will be right back with more Padres Social Hour.
1: Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour.
2: And welcome back to Padres Social Hour as the Padres are getting ready for game three against the San Francisco Giants. Sweep
1: the Giants. A
2: sweep. Right. So today.
4: We can say that so confidently, I- can we? Can't we?
2: Hey, it has to, I would think it has to happen at some point. And yeah, I know. What more of a uh, strange occurrence than against the Giants, yeah, I guess you could hate say. hate to see right? that
3: happen to those Giants Oh,
2: fans. what a bummer for Man, all of them. Man, were they
4: annoying last today. night when Posey hit that home run. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, I, this place turned into San Francisco In for about five inning. minutes. And then they disappeared on that buck. Exactly. Yeah, so, uh, Just as they should have.
2: 75 years ago today, Joe DiMaggio ended his 56th game. Hitting streak ended. Wow. That same season, Ted Williams hit for four, hit 406. That right. was his batting average. What is the harder thing to do, hmm. in your opinion? What is the more reveled thing to do?
3: DiMaggio's streak.
2: You think so? Because a Absolutely. lot of players thought the consistency <coughs> of Ted Williams is harder. Oh, I, th-
3: I think neither one of them will be broken again, right. but I think DiMaggio's streak is way out there. Never happened before, never happened since.
2: Never happened since.
3: Nobody's even been within 12. Well, 12 is the closest anybody's gotten
4: to DiMaggio, 44 by Pete Rose, right? Right. So nobody's even been, like, near it. Tony Gwynn did make a 394 that one year. Right. It was a shortened season. But I think 400 would happen before the hitting streak. I agree. But they're (laughs) both amazing.
2: There was a good point about the hitting streak that you usually just run into some bad luck. Like, there's – you know, something doesn't go your way. So to keep the hitting streak going is – Well, in DiMaggio's
4: game, Mm -hmm. as I recall it, and I didn't see the game, but he was robbed by Ken Keltner Keltner at third base twice in that (laughs) game of hits. And then he hit 16, (sighs) another
3: 16 straight games.
4: So he could have had like a 73-game streak had Keltner not made those
6: plays. All
2: right. We really appreciate everyone joining us today, including Private First Class Joe Riley, for Chris Ello, for Bill Center, for the whole team here and for myself. This was
6: Padres Social Hour. Thanks for joining us, and get ready for Padres versus Giants.